Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Let's get into the World Club Challenge review. Uh, I watch it on KO. Watch all your rugby league on KO, guys. Uh, 4K, all that good stuff. You can watch every game of rugby league on KO. Wigan versus Panthers. 16-12 to Wigan. Uh, they get the job done. We'll get the controversial stuff out of the way. Refing, yep, was really bad. Um, you know, I've also heard, saw re- like reports that he's allegedly from Wigan, the ref, which mm. is also super weird. Like... Super strange. Like, that is very... Anyway, not, not to, I'm not saying that there was an intentional reason. Like, that's, they didn't intentionally do it. What I'm saying is you should not have a Wigan ref to remove the question of yeah. unconscious bias because he's from Wigan. <clears throat> um, but, so, yes, were the calls poor? Absolutely. But I think that the biggest takeaway from this game is actually I thought Wigan were unbelievably brave and I feel sorry for them because they aren't the ones that ref the game. They didn't ask the ref to make these calls. They worked their dicks off. They beat the Penrith Panthers. Um, they had about 39% of the ball. Penrith Panthers had like 61% or something like that. Their defensive efforts was absolutely outstanding. I think that, yes, we can talk about the controversies for sure. Look, I think every Aussie side going over there knows you're not going to get 50-50 calls. Now, they weren't 50-50 calls. They were a bit worse than that. So, yes, the refing wasn't great. I thought Wigan were unbelievable, though. Yeah, obviously the refereeing calls sort of dominated uh, the post-game chat, but I agree with you, Kemi. I think Wigan were fantastic. And, mate, even if you get calls that go your way against the Penrith Panthers, it's still hard to beat them. Look, uh, Cleary dropped the ball in the open, like, yeah. in a crucial yeah. moment. Like, they had opportunities to win the game. Does it make the bad refing okay? Obviously not. Like, we can all, all agree refing was bad. Wigan... Were, I thought they were incredible. Like their defense on their line, the the amount of field position that the Panthers had to not get, you know, like honestly, like 24, 26 points to put on you was an incredible effort by Wigan. It was, I really enjoyed watching this game. They were so gritty and so tough, Wigan. And to be fair, like we expected uh, nothing less. Completed at, it was about 86% possession for the game, which is phenomenal. And we know the way Penrith play. They're the ones with the high completion. They just grind and grind and grind, led by two at half time. And you sort of thought, oh, you know, get to the second half. 
the pressure will be too much, we're going to run out of steam and Penrith will come over the top of them. They threw everything they could at Wigan in that last 20 minutes and could not break them. Yep. Nathan Cleary tried everything that last 5, 10 to you know, replicate the grand final heroics. Didn't look like getting through them. Wigan, yeah. geez, they were tenacious. Yeah, totally agree. I thought their defence was outstanding. What do you reckon, Hammy? I like, great game. I just couldn't work out, and maybe you guys can explain to me, why they didn't kick the ball in attack for the first. Because, so obviously, I'm not sure if the new rule is there with the repeat set, but the in goals are like tiny. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the point of doing you, like the chances of landing uh, a grubber yep. in that in goal in that slippery surface really low. Also, um, you could make the argument that Penrith want ball in play as much as possible to fatigue um, Wigan. So, funnily enough, like people are, are criticizing the kick, not kicking, and you could argue, okay, they did their first kick and they ended up scoring. Yeah, fair. That's fair, but. The point of the kicking was field, like, was field, field position and trying to fatigue Wigan. And they actually did achieve those two things. They kept them in their end for most of the game. Well, if you watch the game, like the amount of times Wigan kicked from their own 30 or yep. 35 was disgusting. They were not making any metres out of their own end. Unfortunately, the Panthers gave away a lot of penalties when they were coming out of their own end that piggybacked them out of there. But I personally thought the way the Panthers were defending that they would come over the top at the back end. I think that's what the Panthers thought as well. They just take a, a lot out of the tank there. Um, didn't play out that way, but I yeah, I, I think that people being critical of that it, it wasn't it's a bit over the top. Yeah, but. and also, it, put it this way, you can be critical of it and say it wasn't the right decision, but it was definitely... It wasn't like Cleary was out there wigging out going, oh, shit, what do I do on fifth play? I think it was a measured plan before the game, first 20... Let's not kick the ball and see how we go. And you could see by the body language of the players in every fifth tackle, there was no panic, there was no conversation. They knew what they were doing. It was a plan that they had coming into yeah. it. I think that they genuinely thought, if we keep ball in play as much as possible and bash the shit out of them coming out of their own end, they'll just crumble. They'll yep. just crumble. I love the whole spectacle of the game, from the commentary to the fans. Like, England do their sports so well. Just how vocal the fans were, the singing, yeah. the chanting. Well, you know, we see it all the time. Like, I don't mind my, my English Premier League and, you know, it's infamous through that. But even the commentary, like, I know some people <coughs> hear commentators and they hate, like, a bit of bias and that. I'm like, they're English commentators. It's a big game for them. And their passion, the last sort of 10, 15 minutes in particular, when they were just defending their line, defending, like, losing their mind. Mm. I love that passion. Yeah, well, it's like, as long as you, ex you just got to accept, like... England in rugby league are the underdog. The, the Super League is seen as the underdog. So there's always going to be this like backs against the wall mentality from the commentators, from the players, from the fans. Um, so I, I agree with you, mate. As, as a spectacle, when you take out the performance of the ref, it was an incredible spectacle. Yeah. It was a really enjoyable game of rugby league. And like you, you try and, as a commentator, you, you can't have too, too much biased at least in your commentary, but you can still have the passion for the team. Like, at the end of the day, they're sitting there, They want, the common English commentators, I said it meant, it meant a lot to them, they don't want the Panthers to win that game. No, no way. It becomes weird if they sort of push it, if they do, it's like... Well, yeah. uh, here's a good example. Like, the times when I hear Joey, when New South Wales do something mad and Joey's going off, I love it. Like, mm, yeah. And when, when Queensland, like, I'll never forget Cam Smith yelling, go Dozer, when he did, and I'm sure you won't forget it either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How good. Go Dozer! <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I agree with you, Timmy. It does add... It, it, once you accept that there's going to be bias and, and that, especially in that environment... Look, if it was week in, week out, I think it would probably start to piss me off. But that one-off game, 
it's Australia versus England, essentially. I don't mind it. Yeah, and that's exactly right. It's Australia versus England. We should hate each other. Yeah. That's exactly how you want it. Why would you want it any other way? Joey Johns is filthy after the Blues lose this series because or the game, whichever one it was. He was upset. Yeah, probably could have been a bit more chipper about it. But but you just like he's devastated because that means so much to him. I'm like, I'm gonna deal with these. What do you say? Deal with these uh, Queenslanders talking absolute (laughs) rubbish or something (laughs) like that for the next twelve months. (laughs) That's so good. That's why we watch it. Like without that, it becomes sterile and very um, like robotic. So uh, yeah, I thought it was a. I thought Wigan were outstanding. And I think that we can, if we can all sit here and go, yep, refing was terrible, let's just put that aside because Wigan aren't the ones that told the ref to friggin' do those decisions and appreciate. Wigan did something pretty bloody special. That Panthers team, yes, it is their first game in six months. Obviously, not obviously, but in my opinion, if they play in five weeks, Panthers put a score on them. But that's not, that's not the case. That's not the case. They went over there. Panthers, are three. they've won three comps in a row. And we can beat them. It's that simple. And their Panthers are arguably the greatest rugby league team of all time. It's really that simple. And you can look for excuses all you want, but at the end of the day, Panthers knew this game was coming up. Wigan knew this game was coming up. They both had, you know, the same amount of time to know that it was going to be there, and Wigan got the job done. My uh, my favourite part of the morning was after the game. My missus woke up and she came out and on Facebook had a picture of the try that they gave. It was a bit dodgy. And she goes, what the fuck's everyone complaining about? As if that's not a try. And I said... The goals are the other side. Yeah. Of the <laughs> so, ah, gotcha. Look, yeah. well, I'll speak about it. We'll speak about it in detail. The reason, the, the criticism I have for this ref, where I do think that maybe there was a bit of subconscious bias, is how do you send that up as a try when you're not even on the right side of the ball to see whether it went over? But then tail and may, where it's definitely closer to a try like if you want to say for example i think taylor may was a 50 50 it could go either way you could say that ball definitely touched a blade of grass or you could say you know what i don't think it did and you'd be okay with it but he sends the wigan one up as a a try without seeing it the taylor may one which was more of a 50 50 he was over the line blah 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 sends it up as a no try and it's like that's when i felt that that's where you get can get super critical of his performance when refs make these 50 for example the forward pass try I'm okay with that. Like yep. that happens. Right. Who gives a yeah. shit? Like yeah. that happens all the time. Um, but it's ones where it seems like it's one rule for one team and one rule for the other team where you're like, hang on a sec, you had time to think about that and you've given two completely different calls for each side. Yeah. And when the ref was in that moment where he had to send it upstairs, <clears throat> credit to the crowd over there. It's so much noise and everything. You're going to have those ones for your way sometimes. Yeah. yeah, just, oh man. Is anyway. the call of a referee with a chip on his shoulder? Sorry? It was the call of a referee with the chip on his shoulder <laughs> and a call of a referee from a country that hasn't had an Ashes urn in 13 years. You're, you reckon he's a big cricket man? Hasn't, hasn't won, even won a test match in Australia in cricket in 13 years and I'm not surprised, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the first, that's what Mon actually said to me when we were watching it yesterday morning, so she's on the same page. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Hammy, Hammy and Mon have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Mon's still around after. She doesn't speak to me much, but she was so pissed <laughs> off at the referee. She's a proud Australian. Yeah, she was pretty fired up, so, and um, rightly so. Some performances from Wigan. Uh, Field defensively. I feel like part of the reason why he may have left the NRL was because defensively as a fullback, he had a little bit of shortcomings. I thought it was really cool to see him make those huge plays in defence. Um, 
they were like they were game changing plays. You know, if he doesn't make those plays, and Taylor May is looking like a beast at the moment. So for him to get him in a one on one tackle, outstanding. Bevan French has always Ooh. had you know super slick attack, like super slick attack. He was also outstanding. I'm forgetting um, his name, but there was a bloke that came on. I think he's 20 years old. He came on, um, I think maybe with 10, 10 minutes into the second half, really gave the the uh, Wigan side some momentum that they were struggling with. I think that was Harvey Hill. Yeah. Harvey Hill. He was outstanding, especially for a young fellow. If I'm an NRL club, I'm looking at, you know, I know it's just one game, you know, but he did go against the forward pack in the Panthers and, and have some impact. Um, who stood out for you, boys? So who else was good for them, and he's a former Panthers boy, Kate Ellis. Um, the lock forward played big minutes there, ran for about 180 metres. He was solid. Mango, Mango was all right. So, uh, is it Mango or is it Mago? Paddy Mago? I think it's Paddy Mago, I Mango. believe. Yeah. yeah. He was good. You know the other one that – and, you know, he, he was good in this game without being outstanding, but I cannot believe an NRL club didn't sign Adam Kieran. Yeah, because he's such a utility as well. He's so good in so many different <clears throat> positions. Bizarre. I think it just comes yeah. down to like spots in your, yeah. your top 30 where you go, all right, we've only got four spots for a six or, or not even a six, sorry. We've got four spots for a seven. And you go, is he actually a seven? I don't know. We've got this out-and-out out seven mm. that's a young fella. But I agree with you. Surely there's a club that could – like he's a great utility. He can play one to seven and nine at a high clip for me. He's yeah. a very good player, Kieran. Yeah. Timmy, who's that for you? It was Bevan French. Mm. Yeah, I, I thought he was tremendous. Like, the talent was always undeniable, and what we saw in the NRL was just putting this form together week in, week out, and, and obviously making that transition from fullback into the halves. He was the man of steel, player of the year in the Super League last season. But, like, bulked up size-wise, obviously, to make that move to the halves. But, like, in what looked like fairly damp conditions against, as you said, one of the best teams we've seen in a long, long time, potentially ever, the Penrith Panthers... He just looked so unflushed the whole time, looked so composed. His organising was good. His ball playing was good. He was tremendous. And I loved watching the, the transformation yeah. in the halves. Bevan French has always, as you just said, he's always had the talent. Always, I, was always, I was definitely surprised when he left the NRL. And maybe he's a victim of, is he a six, is he a one? I, I don't know. Um, I was super confident he was going to go over to the Super League and kill back. it as a fullback. Yeah. I didn't know he was going to do it as a 5'8". Yeah, fair. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Wigan were outstanding. Um, How about that little play off the scrum, which he was just offside, yeah. but um, they put the kick in over mm. to the back there, and only about that far in it. But Henry, I thought he was great. That also the the cutout pass that he threw to, for the first try to Miski, he was. Um, See, that's what I, I look at a guy like Bevan French or even Dry Field. It's like maybe they're on a really good wicket over there, but I'm like, sorry to say that to you, but like at the Raiders, surely they could use a Dry Field or a, a Bevan French. Well, Matt, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not in recruitment at the Raiders, but <laughs> if we but can change that, I'll put some feelers out. And so you, maybe they're just on a too good of a wicket and, and the Raiders are like, look, we're not going to pay 400 grand to get you yeah. back over here. But I look at the NRL, and I just spoke to the Raiders specifically because of the fullback position, but like, surely there are other clubs, like even the Bulldogs when they were recruiting. I know that they ended up getting a few fullbacks, but even then when they were recruiting, surely they could use a guy like Bevan French. You can even them. use him in your team at the Swans as well, um, Timmy. Can, mate. Yeah, <laughs> plenty of options. Yeah. Uh, Panthers Look They To be honest I actually thought They looked better Than I thought They were going to look um, In attack In good ball Super clunky, clunky Nowhere near their best But just watching Their fitness Especially their outside backs Like it is scary. They are just They're genuinely machines It's like clockwork It is like clockwork They just go As soon as a kick Comes across from Wigan 
you could just see the the system just get straight straight into place. Like just Brian To'o, huge hit up. Dylan Edwards, huge hit up. Taylor May looks so strong in contact. Taruva, scary stuff. When you talk about those meters at their own end, you have a look at the Wigan Warriors, uh, and this isn't a, a negative on them. It just shows how good the Penrith the Panthers are at this. Their uh, most meters run by an outside back was Liam Marshall, 135. The least amount of meters run by a Pen- Panthers outside back was 136. Taruva, who played 60 minutes, so Dill Edwards went 288. Taruva 136. Isaac Tungo 145. Taylor May 175. Uh, and Brian Tao. Uh, <laughs> Took a day off, 245 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet day for the big fella. Quiet day for the big fella. On uh, that note, Jack Cole, 152. Nathan Cleary, 237. Yeah. What's, what's the difference between, or big difference between Panthers and a lot of squads is that we watched a bunch of other teams that have had a few, couple of trials look a bit all over the shop. What's their game plan? It's all a little bit different. Panthers, literally their first trial together, literally their first trial together, the game plan and systems are all there at 10 out of 10. Like, literally 10 out of 10. Tell me a single other team other than... I, I definitely don't hate to say it, but I, I feel um, like I'm getting ahead of myself. The only other team I think got close to is probably the Warriors that looked like fully in sync, ready to go, systems all in place. It's, it's incredible what the Panthers are doing. Uh, and just quietly on top, the quote getting around saying, lying's a sin. Um, just for people that have read that quote, it was it was a joke. Like if you read it on the paper, the full quote, and also I'm sure sure when he said it, he's not actually like <laughs> calling the guy a sinner. <laughs> um, it was like it's said in jest, like lying's a sin. You you know you didn't score that try. As if me going, bruh, you didn't know you scored that try. It's not a a serious quote. I think uh, one big thing that I took out of that game, the Panthers, their defence is still absolute top shelf. I have a look at the first two tries they conceded in that game down the left edge, missing Sorensen. Missing the why, <coughs> Taylor May playing his first game at left centre. Uh, Taylor May and Taruva defending together for the first Taylor time. Taylor May's first game in like how long? Oh, he looked that good. 12 months. Yeah, and yeah. Mate, t- t- Taylor May might not this year be back to where he was, but he's going to be at a high enough click that they're going to fly with him. It'd be interesting now, if, I don't know if there's been any word on Taruva's injury yet, but what they do there, if Taruva is out, does. <laughs> Does May go to the wing, do we think? And I, then Peachy or whoever it might be comes in at centre? I don't think Taruva will be long-term, but I think he could miss the first one or two Well, Taruva's kind of talking like, uh, there's a chance I could be good for round one. Yep. Um, I think with where the Panthers are at right now, they'll be super conservative with all injuries. Because yeah. the Panthers, Panthers have the, the luxury that no other club has that is like, if we make the eight, literally if we just make the eight, we know we can go on a run and literally beat everyone. Interesting, you, mean, you bring that up, whether Taylor May plays centre or they shift him out to the wing for a week or two. You've obviously got Tyrone Peachy. I believe Paul Alamotti actually played left centre in reserve grade. Yeah, I was hearing whispers at the, that initial coming to play uh. forwards, which is actually exciting for me because it says that he got to the club and probably killed it. And they mm. said, oh, shit, this guy's a, a bloody good centre. Also, it puts pressure on Taylor May to can, you know, play well, which is, man, he genuinely, if he, he could be a smoky for centre of the year. People are forgetting how bloody good he is. And also, look, Critter, centre of the year. Burton, centre of the year. Like, there's a really good chance Taylor May, with as you could argue as much talent as those two boys, um, yeah, he could be centre. Dalliam centre of the year. Obviously, it's a smoky guys, but I wouldn't put it past him. Um, massive congratulations to Wigan guys. Like, yeah, for sure. Tough calls, but also Penrith Panthers bombed a couple of tries um, and had a really low completion rate. I think it was like 65%. Um, so, you, you, Wigan... 
went out there and did exactly what they did, needed to do in the conditions that were set for them to get the win. So enjoy it, Wigan fans. Um, can't wait to play as Australia. Can't wait to play as Australia. Australia versus England, obviously not Australia versus Wigan. Yeah. We tower Wigan up. Australia would tower Wigan up. Yeah. Am I allowed, like, do you reckon English fans will get angry at me for that? I have no doubt they will. Based <laughs> <laughs> from what I've seen this weekend, I have no doubt they will. <laughs> um, Isn't this game, like, it's just so awkward with where it's placed on the regular I wish it was placed in a better spot. But how do you do, how do, you do it, though? That's like, do you somehow, like, get it in, in season somewhere? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just... But, like, I was talking to English fans and, like, you guys don't take it seriously. I'm like, Penrith haven't played in six months. We take it seriously, but, like, it's not uh, – like, I think at the moment it's it not even close. It's not – like, and I, I said to an English fan, I said, like, when we're talking about the greatest players of all time and everything, World Club challenges are not even on the fucking radar. Mm. And, and they're not even – And that's not to, like, disrespect what Wigan did. We've just sat here and said they were incredible. Yeah. But as we spoke about earlier, Super League – are the underdogs? Of course they have a chip on their shoulder. I'm just, of course they're sick of hearing NRL fans go, oh, yeah, Super League, and just hand-waving it away. Um, so, of course, they're going to be like, you know what? When an NRL team comes over here, we're going to show those you know, people that think they're better than us you know, what we're about. And look, Super League, we've spoken about it before in this show. Super League, the top four to six, you know, could probably play in the NRL. Um, everything below that, probably not. So it's not a, it's not, we're not sitting here saying it's a terrible league. Just overall, the standard is just not as high as NRL, which is understandable. They don't have the resources. Now, just quietly, NRL whispers about buying Super League. Thoughts? Yeah, uh, one that sort of came out of the blue for me. And also, starting an American league, I'm like, where's all this kish coming from? I want some. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got enough, Kempi. You're doing okay. Oh, just a battler, mate. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, came out of the blue for me. Uh, PBL keeps making waves, huh? I don't mind it. As long as it's like financially viable, like as long as you can look at the business model and go, there is a way to make profit, <laughs> then I don't mind it. But if the business model is like, there is no way that we could etch out any sort of profit for the next five to 10 years, I'm like, it's really good in theory, but we have so many other things to worry about, like country rugby league, like juniors, AFL. I mean, they've literally taken two of our panellists like right from underneath our noses. <laughs> like right from underneath our noses, all from AFL development. How much is it? How much they paying you, boys? How much they paying you? Too much. <laughs> well, it does actually present an exciting opportunity for you, Kempi, <laughs> if they do expand to the UK to um, release a nice bloke room temperature ale as well um, and expand it that much. Well, we do have bloke trademarked in the UK, just quietly. Bloke stout. Bloke stout. I'd get around that. There you go. Super League fans, reach out. Reach out. Let me know. Um, not for abuse this time. I just want one good interaction with the Super League. Just fan. one. Just no, one. I'm joking. I actually did have a really good. I've had quite a lot. It's all tongue and cheek, guys. But I did have a. When we're talking about the bias of the commentators last time, I had a really, really good comment from a bloke where he was like, the reason why they're super biased is because they only get a certain amount of airtime for, like, for games on TV. So what they're trying to do is, is like, make it as exciting as possible for the English fans to get more people into the game. Yep. Which is actually like really makes sense. Really makes sense. Yeah, which is where I get a lot of English fans your frustration because the best NRL team versus the best English team, this should be huge. The event yeah. of the year. Unfortunately for where it's placed and everything, it's not, but it should be and God it'd be good yeah. if we could I don't know how you do it, I don't have the answer, but it'd be so exciting if we could make this the proper event of the year. Oh, absolutely. Right? Especially just with how much English fans get around it. And then the rivalry that would build because then that would piggyback piggyback into the international game 
and make that Australia England game, yeah. you know, super, super like, exciting. I, I have never seen more NRL fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Support Penrith over the weekend. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I haven't, like, you look at all the comments over the last few years, you can't, you can't find a positive thing about Penrith. Everyone was defending them. Yeah. <laughs> getting on their back. It was unreal. Um, all right, all good on the – well, massive congratulations to Wigan. Incredible performance, so gutsy, um, and enjoy the win. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 